What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing here? Steve, how can I be doing bad? We have finally reached draft week. Can you believe it? Yeah, we are uh, right there, aren't we? Just a, a few days away, recording this on a, a Monday, and it gets to be released on Tuesday. Um, from So from the standpoint of when you're hearing this, you're only two days away. Um, so perfect time to, to get some of our predictions in, huh? Yeah, jealous of the the listener because all of them are closer to the draft than we are currently recording it. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Um, so yeah, we got a fun one. We do it every year. We uh, go ahead and pick the team and round where we think well, not everyone, but you know your uh, your top people from the the various positions here where we think they're going to go. <clears throat> what round? And then we just put a, a score together. You get a point if you get the team. You get a point if you get the round. Um, I know we, we talked about this last time, you know, usually we, we wager is like, okay, yeah. you have the tiebreaker in our dynasty league for our first round pick. We don't have one this year and I don't think we're going to end up getting one. <laughs> so no. it might just be Doesn't for fun. Like yeah. Um, last year, I believe we tied. I think you came out unless we've done it. I know the one year you came out on top and, and kind of had the tiebreaker. Yeah. I think the first year Maybe I had the, the tiebreaker. Yeah. Cause I went, uh, I went at Dobbins. Um, and then I think last year we tied. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see this year. Uh, one of the things I called out is that we have one pick that is the same. <laughs> Usually, you know, you end up with, uh, well, try, or, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jags. We all think that Kyle Pitts is going to the Falcons. You know, there's usually not a lot, three, four, five, maybe. Um, we ended up with one. Um, yeah, so, what are the odds of all of the guys we're about to go through? Yeah, now to be fair, and this happens every year, you go to the wide receivers and you see the same teams, you see the same rounds. We just got different players yes. going to different teams. So yes, yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. Make it interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, with all that said, are you ready to uh, to jump in? Pitter patter, let's get at her. Beautiful. So we are going to go ahead and start with the quarterback position here uh we got five people we're going over here first uh and uh kenny pickett is going to be the the very first one we're starting off here will where do you have him going i have him going to the steelers um maybe a little bit more of like a storybook type thing he went to Pitt. from what i understand he actually was an eagles fan so maybe he's from more like central pennsylvania but you know would the steelers need a quarterback he's probably going to be if if you know, I think Malik Wills is probably the the one that's locked into a first round pick. If there's more than one, I think Pickett's probably the guy. You know, any given year with quarterbacks, they're so needed. It could be could have multiple, more than two. But I think if there is more than one, it'll be Pickett. And if he's there at twenty for the Steelers, maybe they pull a the trigger. So I'm banking on them doing that, especially with um, the tragic news of Dwayne Haskins recently. So with with him passing away, you only really have um Mitch Trubisky there and I guess um Rudolph. Yeah, so not a lot of depth there. I don't think they've made a play for a veteran yet, so I could see them going rookie and I think Willis goes earlier as the top one. So I think Pickett will be a first round pick to the Steelers. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um I have a Steelers pick later. Um Mine, I started off with a Hail Mary here because they, I believe, yeah. they don't have a first or a second. Um, so it's going to require some trading here, but I have them going yeah. to the Bucks. Um, just, you know, the Bucks looking forward. They have to look forward. If they don't draft a quarterback, I mean, I know we're not in love with these quarterbacks, but you, yeah. you got to do something. Um, unless, well, you don't believe in, um, what was that dude from, was it last year or two years ago? Second round pick, I think. Oh, I think we um, had him on the one dynasty league. Yep, we did. Um, oh man, yeah, we we talked yeah. about him too. Um, I think he was like, yeah, like a second or third round pick, so it wasn't anything yeah, super high, it's high gonna, draft caliber. But it's gonna he was a me. wait and see guy. Yeah, he was. Um, and I don't. They, they never. Oh, Kyle Trask. Trask. Yeah, I think they go. went with Gabbert whenever they needed like a. Yeah, I mean exactly. Like Trask is more of a developed guy. Gabbert, yeah. you want to have a more stable backup quarterback, but hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I wonder if Brady will uh, pull a pull a Rogers if they end up taking a taking a quarterback <laughs> in the first round instead of a skill player or somebody to help him win now. Maybe. Um, so yeah, definitely a hail mary on my part. Needs some trading to get that done. Um, 
both of us in the first round. So no surprise there. Um, yeah. The, the one we agree on is Malik Willis. We both have him going in the first round to the Panthers. Uh, I'm assuming you're Locked thinking in. the same way I am. They need a quarterback. Uh, Rule needs something exciting to try to keep his job. So, And they got the pick capital to do it. That, that sums it up, right? Yeah, and I think really the only other opportunity would I – mean, unless there's a big trade, I think Willis is either going to be a Panther or a Seahawk. I think that's – pretty locked in it's going to be one of those two and i uh yeah i mean i think we've we we may see the seahawks come up a little bit later here in our our discussions but i i think panthers seahawks make the most sense and i believe pull up the draft order i want to say the panthers pick ahead of the seahawks because i think the seahawks created their pick but then got a pick back in the first, yeah, the Panthers are up in the sixth. The Seahawks are in the ninth. Yeah, and I, but I think the, sixth, Pan, the Seahawks pick would have been higher had they not traded it last year or years past. It might have been um, in the deal with the Jets. I think that's how the Jets got their additional pick. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, looking at it, the Seahawks got the ninth. I oh, know the Jets... Just got the tenth pick, so they were, probably would have been tenth had they. Um, okay, not a lot of difference. Had they not, yeah. So they actually moved up a spot, you know, trading Wilson away. But yeah, and see, I think Seahawks get him at nine if, if he doesn't go at six there to the Panthers. But I imagine he's the top ten pick. You know, if not, maybe somebody else moves up. Wouldn't be something if the uh, the Carson Wentz led Washington Commanders moved up to get him right after they took Carson. <laughs> yeah, signed Carson Wentz for real. Um, we will, uh, we'll get to the Seahawks now. Um, Matt Corral is next. Um, this is kind of the real, the first differentiator for us. Cause I think, uh, most people think these next quarterbacks are either late first or like early to mid second. Um, you have happened to plop them on the second. I have plopped them all into the first somewhere. Um, so yeah. Matt Corral, you have going to those Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks have two early second round picks, they have 40 and 41. So, which is eight and nine in the second round. So it could end up being, you know, move up into the back of the first to get him just to, you know, lock in. I mean, I think the salary goes up a bit more, but you get that fifth year. So could be something they want to do if they like him. And I think it was Sam Howell or Matt Corral are, are kind of the consensus next two. Um, but it's been a lot of buzz about Matt Corral from a lot of teams. So I could see the Seahawks either getting him at eight or nine or maybe trading up with one of them, both of them, um, and getting him a little earlier in the second. But right now I've got them taking Matt Corral in the second round. Yeah, and I have him going to uh, the Steelers. Uh, so we're both agreed that Steelers, uh, we're looking to add a quarterback, you would think. Let's say they really believe in Trubisky there. Um, I have, I'm have. i not sure if they'll pick him where they're slotted in the first. I could see them trading back a little bit. Mm-hmm. and grabbing him but still you know in the later first you know maybe he is you know their guy and they'll grab him in that middle round but i think they could trade back but i won't rehash the conversation too much pretty much all the same reasons you have uh the steelers pick him uh kenny pickett so um exactly yeah all good there uh next on our list was desmond ritter um so an interesting one he is uh on my board the last of the quarterbacks to go i have him going in the uh, the very late first round um to the lions i look at the lions and say this is a team that probably wants a quarterback for the future probably have somebody sit a year behind golf uh and Mm -hmm. they happen to have the last pick in the first round um so that's perfect you know i do think kind of like you probably belongs in the second but when you have the last pick in the first it's practically a second and it's a free pick for the lions um now i'll be real mad if they pick him with the second pick in the second round (laughs) um that would suck but um yeah you get a point at least yeah agreed and uh it looks like you'll be talking about the lions soon you know i'm I'm sure we're in agreement there but i'm going lions in the first round uh where do you have go yeah i've got him uh going to the commanders in the second round they're more of a mid second round pick and i do think Ritter's probably, in my in my estimation, the fifth quarterback off the board. The next guy we're going to talk about, <clears throat> I've actually got going third ahead of these last two. So, I mean, maybe Washington trades up a little bit. Right now, they are pick fifteen here in the second round. So maybe they move up a little bit. They think they got to get ahead of someone. Maybe Atlanta down there, um, Seahawks if they don't pick someone earlier. So 
it could look to move up, but I think you know more. They need a quarterback of the future. We've seen that Wentz hasn't been able to get it done, and he'll definitely get a shot this year. But I think it, it clearly wasn't a bunch of teams clamoring to get him. Right? It was just just Washington. So I think it makes sense that you know they they take a shot on him. He maybe needs a little bit you know more time to develop, and you you give him some time behind Wentz this year. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, last quarterback we have is Sam Howell. Um, you have him going to the Lions in the second. Um, any other reasons other than what I laid out for the Lions? Nope, same thing. I got him as my third quarterback um, coming off the board at, at the Lions pick there at, at 202 or, or pick 34. Um, easily you know, could make that pick at the end of that first round if they want to, um, if they do want to lock in that fifth-year option for him. But I uh, I think Howell is the third guy to come off the board. So for me, he is that, you know, kind of potential third quarterback in the first round, but more than likely early in the second round, where Corral and Ritter a little bit later in the second round. Yeah, fair. And I have him, uh, again, going in the first uh, to the Saints uh, team, potentially looking to their future. I really don't know what they're going to do. Like, you can make a case for sticking with Winston, but... Yeah, I think that the Taysom Hill experience is done, at least as a, a starting quarterback. Um, you know, Peyton's out of the way, and I think, you know, the, the new regime's going to come in. They're going to want to start with their own guy. You can, again, you know, like I said with Goff and, and Ritter, you can have Sam sit behind Winston for a year, uh, learn how to throw interceptions really well, and then, <laughs> uh, give him the starting job the next year. Um so yeah, I'm just curious what to see the, what the Saints do. It's it's a pretty interesting uh, situation for them. So uh, a gamble, but I think it makes some sense too. So I have him go to the Saints. That rounds out our quarterbacks. There, Will we will move on to the running backs. Uh, number one, Brees Hall. Who do you got him going to? Yeah, so Brees Hall, I think, is the the top guy here out of all the running backs. He seems like the most kind of locked in you know, least bust proof of, of the grouping here. Um, there's a few running backs, definitely not as deep as last year and then expected to be next year. So I think that's why a lot of people were a little sour on it from a, from a rookie pick and dynasty perspective. But I think Brees is the top guy. Um, I, I don't have anyone going in the first round, um, but I think Brees is the top guy to go. And I get the Cardinals taking him here in the middle of the second round. Need to get additional weapons there around around Kyler, uh, receiving core still looks okay. Christian Kirk's gone, but I guess they got to hope that Rondell Moore steps up. You still got Hopkins, AJ Green's there. Um, Zach Gertz did well last year. You know, maybe he sees an uptick in targets um, with Kirk gone, but with just coming into the year um, with, you know, Benjamin and James Connor, I just, I can't see them leaving this draft without a running back unless they sign someone else, you know, here before the draft. And I think of all the teams, you know, there are a few teams that need running back, but I think they are one of the few that would want to strike first to get that top guy. And Brees Hall, I think is just a home run for that offense. And I think that would be easily lock him into the one one of, of rookie drafts um, for one QB, at least probably make him debatable there in Superflex. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, I, I do have a round difference, so I do have him going in the first. Um, key reason being the team I have him going to has two first-round draft picks. Um, so I don't know, Will. I'm curious if this makes you happy or you just don't want to waste the pick, but I have him going to the Eagles. Um, I see you know, the, the Miles Sanders experiment probably coming to an end um, at some point here in the near future. Uh, Hall, I would imagine, is going to be a clear upgrade uh, for that. So, yeah, thought it was an interesting match. Uh, first round, I probably more agree with you. I would think it'd be second, um, but with two first round picks and kind of a need, it's not the biggest need, um, but it's it's not like some rock solid position either. Um, I think it makes some sense. What do you think about him going to the Eagles? Is that something you want or no? I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think they would take a running back before like the third, maybe. Um, they just they have too many needs. I think they if there's one thing that's guaranteed, you know, it's gonna be linebacker and running back. They're 
absolutely not taking the first round. Like Howie has devalued those positions. I mean, Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM, so much. I think it's almost a lock. It's going to be a defensive player, um, likely a D lineman. He he has taken D lineman so many times. So I could see it being one of the Georgia t- defensive tackles, unless one of the DNs slip. Um, and then, you know, possibly another defensive player in the secondary or one of the wide receivers. So if I had to guess, I think it's, you know, probably a receiver and a defensive lineman out of those two picks for the Eagles. Um, I mean, I love Brace Hall, but I, I don't think that would be the wisest pick based on where he should go and just kind of the other needs that the Eagles have. Yeah, that's fair. Um, next up, we have Kenneth Walker. Um I won't spend too much time on him. I have him going in a second and I have him going to the Cardinals and, and pretty much for the same reasons you have, you know, James Conn is good. Is he a long-term solution? Probably not. They lost a running back. That means they need a running back. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I won't spend too much time on that. Uh, what about you? Where you got Walker going? Yeah, I've got him going to, I think kind of the best other situation for a running back here, um, from fantasy and dynasty perspective. I, uh, I got him going to the Bills. Um, I think maybe this is wishful thinking for both him and Brees Hall, just from a fantasy perspective. I think these are the two best situations for running backs to go to this year um, from a draft perspective, from an immediate impact perspective. I understand they do have, um, I do still have a couple of running backs there and Singletary and Zach Moss, but I don't think either of them are you know really game changers or special. Singletary's good. Um, I think, you know, most of the, some of these rookies, but, you know, Zach Moss is eh. Um, so I think Hall or Walker would be walk in and, and, you know, very, you know, maybe not easily, but have a very good chance of taking the starting job. And some of these other guys would probably be able to fit in and have compete. So, yeah, Kenneth Walker, pretty um, easily my, uh, my re two here. Uh, I think it's kind of, it's a tier one. The top tier is Brees Hall by himself. The next tier is, is Walker and maybe like slightly below our next guy. Um, and, and then after that, I think it is a pretty big drop off after those top three. Yeah. So we got Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Spiller next. Um, we both have him going in the third round. Who do you got him going to? Yeah, I got him going to the Texans. So um, maybe not the sexiest pick there, sexiest team for him to go to, but should be some opportunity at the very least, um, and hopefully an up-and-coming team as they continue to try to rebuild. I, yeah, don't, you know, I, I, think, I think they're going to want to get as many guys, skill players that can, you know, flash and put people in the seats because not a very exciting team right now. So if you can get a, a big name, uh, you know, big-time player, he's real, you know, he's a game-breaker. He is someone that you know, has the size, has the vision, he can catch the ball, but... Um, you know, his, his yards after contact weren't great, so he wasn't, you know, the best at breaking tackles. He's not the biggest, um, you know, from a breaking tackle physical standpoint. Um, so I think he's kind of that one guy that has like the upside of, you know, being on Breeze Hall's level, but then the floor of, of busting. Whereas I think Hall and Walker have a much higher floor, and you know, Hall the the kind of a higher ceiling as well. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, I have a, a Texans pick coming up here soon. Um, but for Spiller, I have him going to the Ravens. Uh, another team, and you got Ravens taking a, a running back here as well. So I'm assuming we're, we're probably kind of on the same wave, wavelength. Um, they don't know about Dobbins. They don't know about Edwards. Um, and it feels like if you're in that kind of situation, you probably should draft a guy. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like you need to draft, you know, Hall or, or Walker with your first or second pick, you know, I think a, a third round pick is probably fair. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they end up with a, a fourth or, you know, even a fifth round person. Um, probably won't wait any longer after that, but uh, just a team that seems like they need a, a running back, you know, as insurance for a couple reasons of A, are your guys going to play? Like, when are they going to play this year? B, you know, Gus will, will probably be fine, but Dobbins was a young player that we've seen some out of um but not a ton to say yeah he'll be back and you know he'll be the the guy like he could come back and, and not be the same or just not be the player we thought he was going to be so i think it makes sense to draft somebody um and uh yeah i got spiller going there next up we got uh Zibir white uh, again we both have him going to the third 
I don't need to talk about this much. I have him going to the Texans for all the reasons you have somebody going to the Texans. They need, you know, a young running back at the end of the day. Uh, they, they keep relying on these old guys and they don't work out. So see them drafting a, uh, a running back just like you do. So we're aligned on that front. Uh, still in third round, but you have a, a different team. What team do you have here? Yeah, I'm going to the Seahawks. I think a team that loves to want, run the ball would love to get another back there because I think Chris Carson, there's some question marks to his long-term health. Um, Sean Penny looked good, but I don't know that you can trust a full backfield to him. Um, And, and then you got, uh, who was it? The, is it uh, DJ Dallas, who hopefully can you know show out this year, but we still haven't truly seen it yet. We flipped so. in for an early second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, good move. Can't believe that. Like that was mid draft too. Yeah. And then we traded um, that second down like two or three times. Got Elijah Moore yeah. and more pick capital. Yeah, we did good with that. Um, but yeah, so we've got Zamir White. I, I like Zamir White. I think he's got upside, does have a lower floor too. Um, from what I could tell, he, you know, he's got the speed. He's Big, big guy, size and power. He's got really good vision. Um, didn't really show a ton when it comes to catching the ball or, you know, another negative was maybe some of the quickness. So I think he's got some upside, you know, maybe not that three down back. Um, but I think a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of people comped him to Nick Chubb. And that was, I think we talked about it in our rookie mock draft. Uh, you know, Chubb was someone that I don't think people really thought could catch the ball coming out. But, you know, he's proven to be, good enough um you know good enough to stay in that top 10 most years so i like samir white i think he's you know depending obviously all this going to be landing spot could tweak some things but he is kind of the the beginning of that you know that next tier of guys so he's like kind of top of my board outside of this big three i think seahawks would be a pretty good landing spot for him that makes sense uh next up we have james cook uh, it looks like you have him going to the Ravens. Any other reasons other than what I was talking about earlier? Or no, no. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I think we just don't trust the the Gus Bus too much to be the number two going forward. Uh, I'm hopeful. I have him in the league, but with the injury, you know, and and, and just you know, obviously the uncertainty still still there for Dobbins. They definitely want to get somebody else. And James Cook is a great receiving back. I think we mentioned last episode. Again, that he is Dalvin Cook's little brother. Uh, I think profiles as an incredible receiving back. His cutting is awesome. Great route runner. Fast. He can catch. Uh, I believe he's a little older coming in, and he's not that big, so size and power could be an issue. But he could be a really good complement, you know, to Dobbins if Dobbins is your, you know, two down back, um, and then he could be your, you know, your third down specialist. And I think. I think his floor is relatively high from a you know worst case scenario you know outside of completely busting out see him being like a James White um, or a um, JD McKissick level player that you're happy with especially in PPR leagues um, but you're you're not you're never gonna be over the moon with him as like a top ten back um, at least consistently. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I have him going over to the Bucks. Um, we do have a round difference. I have him in the third. You have him in the fourth. Um, I'm going to the Bucks is just an error apparent. Um, I, I looked at this draft and thought very much in the future for the Bucks of like, yeah, you have a win now team. You'll be fine with the team you have now, but you do need to think about next year. Um, and next year, uh, Fournette will not be there. Um, Rojo, is Rojo there now? Did he? No, I believe Rojo is in Kansas City. That's what I thought. He's in Kansas City. So it makes sense. You you get it. You get him in there. You can utilize him as a passing guy this year, you know, give him some work, but give most of the load to to Fournette next year. You know, maybe he takes over the role, something to that degree. But forward looking um, from my standpoint there. For Mr. Cook, uh, next we got is Brian Robinson. Um, I also have him going in the third, and I have him go to the Falcons. not a big surprise. You have the Falcons grabbing a running back later as well. It's a team that needs everything. Yeah, they don't need yeah, a tight end. And the Texans. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Have, yeah. They're they're a little ahead of the Texans. Yeah, with with having the tight end as an elite level player, and I guess you could say Mariota's probably better than the Texans starting quarterback. I, I, and that's why I don't have them taking a quarterback. I think Falcons, you know, may be able to 
to you know get by for a year or two with Mariota. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I think they're they're definitely a little bit better set than the Texans. But yeah, they definitely need some skill players. That's for sure. Yep. So I think Brian Robinson plugs in there, and he's probably mm-hmm. starting running back, something to that degree. Um, where do you have him go? Yeah. So Brian Robinson, I have him going to your 49ers. Uh, I think the Niners could use another running back um, from the standpoint. You got Elijah Mitchell, uh, and then you got what? Trey Sermon and Jeff Wilson. Um, so I think there's some uncertainty behind Mitchell, and hope that Mitchell can continue that, but. He was a fifth round pick, so there is always regression possibility when you didn't have that draft capital coming out. I mean, I like Elijah Mitchell. I know you probably hope this as well that he he does not regress and continues to be the guy that we saw last year. But there's possibility there, so I could see them taking a running back, especially the way they run the ball. Um, and Brian Robinson is a good, you know, kind of north south runner. I think he's someone that a lot of NFL teams are going to like. Um, maybe more than your fantasy teams. I mean, he's got the size, got the physicality, not the fastest guy. So I think he's more of a north-south guy from a fantasy standpoint. May not be the sexiest, um, you know, maybe like a Jordan Howard type guy. I don't see him catching a ton of balls. I don't know if he had the opportunity um, in Alabama, but I, I see him being more of a north-south runner and, and maybe a guy that helps their NFL team more than he helps your fantasy team. But could be wrong. He, you know, there's plenty of guys that kind of profile like that but do come out and and break that mold yeah i think that makes a lot of sense um i could definitely see them grabbing a running back even though i didn't pick them for one i did consider it multiple (laughs) times i didn't do it but i do think it makes sense um abraham smith is next up Uh, we both have him going in the fifth will you have the texans taking a second running back here yeah they like i said need a lot yeah we talked about they need pretty much everything so I got them just, you know, doubling up, you know, taking two shots on the running back here for everything I said earlier. Uh, I'm just a guy that's a little bit less, uh, less draft capital. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have him going over to the Raiders. Um, Raiders just feel like one of those teams that you, you don't really consider for running back. They got Josh Jacobs. They'll be fine. I think Drake's still there. Um, but I think it'd be a nice, de- a nice uh, death piece in the fifth round. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, Drake's going to move on eventually. Um, and who knows if you hit, maybe start looking to move on from, from Jacobs. I'm assuming his contract's probably coming up soon. If they didn't resign him, I- I'm not sure where they Yeah, I don't stands. know if he got the second contract yet, but it's definitely, if he didn't, it's definitely got to be coming up in the near future. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I got him going over to the Ra- uh, the Raiders there. Uh, Corbin is next on the list. I have him going in the fourth to the Browns, uh, which I, I I had to think about this a lot because it's the Browns and you have Chubb and Hunt, but I'm imagining Hunt is gone after this year. Um, yeah, you so got to think that. And I don't know if they officially brought back Dearness Johnson. I know they I think they may have like had like a restricted free agent that, where they could like tender him, uh, but I think he might be back too. So. Maybe they see him as an opportunity to get some depth there behind Chubb. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a death play, and, and I'm not sure. I don't think Corbin is a great pass catcher. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So it, it, he's not like a, a hunt replacement, but yeah, just a just a depth play, really. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid route runner, and, and for us, like pretty good vision, but not very elusive, not a ton of acceleration. So I think he was just kind of like. More you know, from a fantasy perspective, not someone that you're thrilled about. Probably like most of these guys that we're talking about outside of this first three, four, yeah. from, five. From here on most out. Most these yeah. guys are going to be depth guys. Definitely, yeah. Like depth NFL guys, and, and you have them on the back of your roster. You're hoping that they get that opportunity for a couple weeks, and then ideally you can sell, sell high. Yeah, definitely. So who do you have him going to? So I got him going to the Giants. Um, this is kind of the part of the draft where I'm just – who could use a depth running back? Because none of these guys, I don't think, are really going to be starters um, anywhere. So I got him going to the Giants just as you know a chance to get some depth behind Saquon. Um, you know, with the rumors there that they may move on from him, there are talks of trades. His um, contract's got to be coming up in the next year or two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Damian Pierce up next. Um, funny, we're talking about depth plays. Um, I think the team that you have put him on, maybe he ends up as the starter. Yeah, he's actually like a little more than most of this group here. I kind of have him up in the Zamir White, um, James Cook 
uh, area, as well as a couple other guys we got a little later here. Guys that I think, depending on landing spot, could boost. But I do like Pierce out of Florida. From what I was reading, he, he just didn't get like opportunity a ton. They always had other running backs there with him. Um, but you know, he has good size, good balance. Um, he's a good pass protector, so I think that'll get him on the field early. Uh, speed and elusiveness were two things that I saw were a little lower. But he definitely seems overall like a, a good running back that you want to have on a team and, and could be one of those you know mid to late guys that breaks out and, and kind of enters that class of you know your your good rookies like your Hall Walker Spiller like we're hoping. Yeah, and I got him going to the Panthers. Um, big round differential here. You got him going to third. I got him going to fifth. Um, not a lot to say. I see him as just being a, a backup to to CMC. Um, maybe someone that could be the heir to CMC if they move on from him, but uh, not someone I'm expecting a ton from from fantasy. You know, I don't think the the Chuba experiment worked out very well, um, which says a lot about Chuba considering Mike Davis slotted in there and was very good. So. Um, yeah, I could just see them looking to add somebody, and I got Pierce as that somebody. Um, next up, we got Pierre Strong. Uh, I got him go to the Broncos uh, in the fifth round, just a depth, depth play. I don't know that they bring back Melvin Gordon, and if not, you need to grab somebody else for that team. Yeah, um, I can't believe he's still a free agent, actually. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Melvin's still a free agent. After the draft, I guess you'll see. Maybe he'll end up as a Raven or back with the Broncos, depending yeah. on if they get whoever they want. But Yeah, that's possibly yeah um what about i've you? got pierre going to the eagles as you met as you mentioned um and i said i think they get with someone you know in the middle rounds here um maybe the third but i think more likely the fourth so i have him going to the eagles here in the fourth and for the same reasons i don't think you know that i i don't think sanders gets the second contract um and he's got to be coming up here in the next year or two so i think they want to get some some depth there behind him so i think pierre strong makes sense he's um you know, pretty quick, pretty elusive. Um, size is, is well, maybe a concern of his. So definitely get some more depth there in the running backs. Um, next up, we've got Kyron Williams, who someone that has pretty good pedigree at Notre Dame. Um, he's someone that I think a lot of running backs have hired. And he is in that James Cook mode of like, you know, a perfect receiving back, great pass protector, great route runner quick he's got good vision he can catch the ball he's got patience it's his size and his elusiveness that a lot of you know people were down on so i got him in the middle rounds here in the fourth round um also going to the giants getting some depth there i think he's a good pass you know pass protector and i think team i think that you know with the potential of saquon leaving wants to get some more depth so got him go to the giants what about you I'm going over to the Bills. Really, a lot of the the same reasons that you outlined. Uh, Bills feel like they need a guy. Um, you did see Singletary breaking out at the end of last year, doing very good. Um, so that's really the real wild card. You know, it it was the first stretch. I mean, not the first stretch. I think he had a stretch in his rookie season, maybe. But you haven't seen a ton from Singletary that makes you believe that he's a long term guy. Um, and if the the Bills feel that way, they're definitely drafting somebody early. Uh, if the Bills feel like yeah, what we've been seeing in practice all these years is what we saw at the end of last year, then they'll probably just grab a depth guy because, like you said, Moss isn't the dude. So I have him go with Kyron as that depth play. Um, but we'll see. All right, next up, yeah, wide Tyler range Beatty. Those. Yeah, Tyler Beatty. I have him going to the Dolphins in the fourth round. Uh, team that just feels like they need a running back. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we pegged the Dolphins for somebody last year that they didn't draft. Um, so we're trying it again. So I got him going to the Dolphins yeah. as a need. How about you? Yep, I've got him also in the fourth round going to the Titans. Another depth play, a guy that they want to have to maybe spell Derrick Henry. They're going to ride Henry, but I think they want to get some guys that they can actually play behind him. They um, lucked out with a couple of guys, but they haven't really drafted anyone that's been able to get on the field. So Tyler Beatty, I think, is a good option here for uh, for the Titans to get get a little bit of depth there. I think he's a good receiving back. He is one of the top guys when it comes to ball security. Not huge, um, so maybe he he can be kind of that offset passing down guy to Henry. Okay, and final uh, person here we got Rashad White. What are you doing with him? Yeah, give him to the Cowboys. Um, I think that this is an interesting year for the Cowboys. They are kind of cap strapped, partially why they had to move on from Cooper. Uh, and we'll see about Zeke. I think a lot of people are worried that he's close to the end. I think Pollard 
could step in and, and you know at some point maybe this year or next year be the lead guy and if they move on from Zeke they're going to need to get some depth and I think Rashad White's a good option there he's athletic he's patient he's he's quick he's a little older uh, I think he's like 23 I want to say um, and elusiveness was one of the knocks for him but I think he's a good option there so I got him in the fifth going to the Cowboys just so they can get some depth there I have him going to the Giants for all the reasons that you had uh, Corbin go to the Giants earlier. So, um, all right. Yeah. Nothing more to say on that front. So, we'll move into the wide receivers here. And I think this is where um, we flip flop with the quarterback side, where you had a lot of right quarterbacks going in the first. I have more receivers going in the first in the year. I think this is going to be, uh, you know, in most years, you've got a lot going in there. But I think this is, an, this is the strength of the draft from a fantasy perspective. There's, Okay, tight ends, a couple of top running backs, average quarterbacks, but the wide receiver depth is there. Um, you know, at the very least, it's average compared to past years. So, top guy for me, and that we're going to talk about first here is Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Um, I think he's kind of the most sure thing of the group. Um, he, he, the physicality, I think, was the one knock they had on him, but like he has great speed. One of the best catchers, you know, his separation's awesome. He can jump. Um, so I, he's he's top guy for me. And I've got, um, fantasy-wise, uh, I've actually got the Saints taking him. I don't think NFL takes him first. I think there'll be um, one or two other guys taken ahead of him. But I think he's the best kind of pure overall uh, receiver. And I've got him going to the Saints right there in the middle of the round um, at round one. And uh, I also have him going in round one. Uh, I think everyone does uh, going <laughs> to the Falcons because they don't have anyone. <laughs> uh, and, you know, if if Mariota is going to succeed, he's going to need someone good to throw the ball to. Um, and Wilson and Pitts is a good combo. You know, you got uh, Patterson in there as your your gadget guy. You give Mariota a chance to succeed with that. Uh, and you get a long-term guy now that Ridley is, I'm assuming, not playing for the Falcons ever again. Uh, <laughs> never say never, Looks but like I'm assuming not. Um, so yeah, I have him going over to the Falcons. Um, next on our list... Put you on, put you on the spot real quick. Oh, boy, someone said, I'm trying to get rid of Calvin Ridley, what would you trade for them? What draft pick? Um, interesting. Um, Late second, maybe late, late. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I think third is probably ideal. That is more most ideal. People probably ask for that, like yeah, ask for that late second, and it is you know maybe this year that's the time to do it because it seems like not as deep of a draft, but I think that's something that you could see at your drafts. You know, someone's trying to offload him just to get a pick because it's draft day. You know, and if you don't have much invested in him outside of a late second or a third, not a bad guy to put at the bottom of your roster. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in young, young, we've already yeah. seen it. Like it just, it makes a lot of sense. That's why I'm, I'm willing to do the, the late second. Um, yeah. But next up, um, we've got Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Um, I think this could have been the top guy and was one of the top guys coming into it, but he tore his ACL, I believe in, uh, the national, is the national championship game or maybe the semifinal. Um, uh, but this dude is, is an absolute just speed demon. He's, Speed burst is explosive. Like he's having all the big plays. Yards after catch is crazy. Great route runner. Good hands. Um, injury is one of the biggest concerns. Uh, it doesn't have the best release, and and I don't think you're ever going to confuse him for someone who's going to be a great contested catch guy. But uh, he's going to be your speed guy, and that's why I have him going to the Eagles at 15. I think from what I hear that they, you know, rumors obviously coming out that he's their ideal option and. They have 15 and 18, so I could see them going with him at 15. I think he'd be a great compliment um, to Devonta Smith, who's just you know a, a great pure receiver and route runner to take the top off the defense. Um, so I think good fit there, but I do think he is, in my draft here, uh, the second receiver, and we'll get to who my first guy is in just a moment. Yeah, I think I originally had him as the uh, an eagle as well. Um, but then I pivoted to the Chiefs. If you're going to replace a, a burner like Tyreek Hill, you should draft another burner. So I went mm -hmm. with, uh, him to the Chiefs. Felt there was a need. I uh, won't say too much more. Um, yeah, they definitely have one. I think I would be surprised if they don't. The Chiefs don't come away with the receiver with you know, somewhere in the first round with having 29 and 30. 
yeah, I mean, you'll be talking about them later. <laughs> um, next up, we got Drake London. Um, I have him going to the Eagles with the first round. So we are definitely in agreement that the Eagles are taking uh, yeah. a wide receiver with one of their first two picks, um, as is, I, I'd imagine, most. Um, I just have it being Drake London. You have it being Williams. Uh, so won't rehash the conversation. They need a wide receiver. So uh, who yeah. do you got? I got him going to the Jets, and I got him as the top guy. I, I think he also um, ended the year on injured. I think he got hurt in the regular season, so he's got a little bit more um, of a time frame to heal up. But I got him going to the Jets there in the first round, probably in like that tennis range. I think that's their second pick. Um, love Elijah Moore, great, you know, smaller, good route runner, deep guy. Drake London's the opposite. He's big guy. He's going to go up for contested catches. So I think they pair really well there with the Jets. And the Jets have to do everything they can to set up, um, I wanted to say Sam Darnold, uh, Wilson for success. And, and you know, maybe the earlier pick, they go line, uh, more defense. And I think Drake London, who I don't love overall, I think I've got him... Very close. He's probably third or fourth out of out of guys. I've got Wilson and Williams as the top two guys for my my rankings. But London size, contested catch. He's athletic. He can break tackles. Um, it's more like speed and route running. You know, he needs to refine a little bit more. But I think the Jets would be all over him there in the first round. Yeah, that is fair. Um, I'll talk about the Jets later. Um, in fact, real soon. Uh, Traylon Burks <laughs> is next on our list. Where you got him going? Yeah, uh, I got him going to the Packers. I, they absolutely need a receiver. I think they have picked 22 and 28. Um, so I could see them going with him at 22. Maybe they move up uh, and get him earlier, but they absolutely need some weapons if they are truly going to try to contend there with Rodgers and not have anything else. So I think some of the you know easiest lock bets are, are you know, the Packers and the Chiefs going with a, um, going with the receiver there in the first round. Definitely. Um, so this is a yeah. uh, a more logical roll of the dice on my part. Interesting. Um, I do have the 49ers trading Debo. Um, okay. I'm hearing all the, the Jets 10th pick stuff, and, and I'm going to bite on that. So I have the okay. 49ers trading, getting the 10th pick, probably trading back and then getting Burks. I don't think they draft him with the 10th overall, and the 49ers mm. love trading back. So um, that's my play. I don't have the Jets taking anyone. Um, and then I have the 49ers grabbing Burks in the first after that trade is completed. Um, one of my more thoughtful roles of the dice. There you go. Um, so I was going to say heir apparent to, um, to Debo, but it'd be an immediate heir apparent. Yes. Immediate, uh, right off the bat. So that takes care of Burks. Um, again, well, I'm forgetting the name. Chris Olave is how we Olave, say it. Right? You yeah. got it. Yeah. It's another, the second wide receiver out of Ohio state. Um, an interesting little tidbit. They have two receivers in this draft, and by the end of the year, they were the second and third best receiver on their team. Um, David uh, Njigba, I believe is his last name, is an absolute stud. So if definitely if you're interested in, in you know future drafts here, I, be, I don't know, he might be eligible next year, or maybe the year after. He is incredible. He like came in and was clearly the top guy. Um, and, and that's why that Ohio State offense was awesome, having Wilson and Jigba and Olave. But Olave is kind of that best, you know, pure route runner guy. Um, and it's interesting. I have him going to the Chargers in the first round. I was talking to Steve about the Chargers potentially taking receiver. I really see him as a Keenan Allen type receiver. And I think he would be a perfect kind of replacement for Keenan Allen, given that I comp him to Keenan Allen. Uh, good separation, great catching, good speed. Not a big yards after the catch guy, not the most physical, um, but he's just a smooth runner. He, I want to say he's a senior, so he's definitely you know one of the older guys coming out. But for receiver, I don't think that's as big of an issue as it is um, you know with a you know, quarterback or a running back. You have hurt our Keenan Allen and our Elijah Moore. Thank you yeah. very much. I think that I think if the Elijah Moore, I wouldn't be too bummed if Drake London goes there because I think they complement each other well. But if since they don't have anybody else, I think if Chris Olave goes to the Chargers, that definitely would hurt Keenan. Yeah, that's fair. At least his value long term. Maybe Keenan probably still does everything this year, but yeah, that's fair. 
Um, that makes sense. Um, so you have him. I have him going to the Packers. Um, also in the first round, and it really, you touched on why. Great route runner. Um, you know, if you're gonna get somebody with Aaron Rodgers, you're gonna need a really good route runner and, and somebody that he can get comfortable with quickly. Um, you know, and if you're gonna establish comfort. You want to go to route runner. So uh, we, again, both agree, as do most, the Packers are going to be taking a wide receiver in the first round. We just got different ones. Um, so, yeah, that takes care of Olave, George. And that's that's your first round as well yes, for receivers. That ends my first round. Um, George Pickens is next. I have him going in the second to the Colts uh, because the Colts feel like they need a wide receiver. Um which I say that and laugh. You didn't actually pick a wide receiver for the Colts, which I found pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I look or at the that Falcons. now and I realize that. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, interesting. I, um, I think the Falcons are rebuilding. Um, Colts, I definitely think, probably would take a receiver. Actually, no, I have the Falcons coming up here. But um, Colts is definitely one. I may have overlooked there a little bit. I think they probably take one. I don't know that it's this early just because I think they have other needs on defense. Um, but like you said, they really just have one guy unless you count whatever's left of ty hilton yeah yeah exactly and that's pretty much it they just need a guy um i don't i don't think they need to spend a first uh, but i think a second's fair um you have him staying in the first um you do have him going to the chiefs anything different than what i I was talking about earlier with the chiefs no i think they need some guys i believe juju smith schuster is the number one receiver on the chiefs right now which is pretty wild um yeah, obviously, you still got Travis Kelsey. You still got some running back options there for passing, but they definitely need to go get someone. And, and Pickens is like all the upside in the world. He was injured coming into the year. Um, he got injured at the end of last like 2020. Um, didn't play until the end of the season, but did end up getting to play in the playoffs. And, and it was a little limited, but in the snaps that he played, he looked awesome. And he had one catch for like 52 yards in the national championship game. Um, so he's a guy that if he can get fully healthy, he is an absolute freak. He's, you know, he wants to block. He wants to get physical. So he's someone that I think would be a home run there for the Chiefs and, and pairing him up with Pat Mahomes long term. Perfect. Uh, we have Dotson up here. Uh, I find this one surprising. Um, I, I think they can do it. I, I just, I'm surprised. So where do you have him going? Yeah, I'm going to the Bills. I think the Bills, uh, they haven't signed Manny back, and I believe. Beasley is a free agent too. Am I not? Am I? Uh, yes, um, they released him, I believe. Yes. So they have obviously Stefan Diggs and then um, blanking on the other guy that stepped up a little bit last year. I should know because I've liked him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on my team. Oh, Gabriel yeah. uh, or not Gabriel. Gabriel Davis? Gabe he, Davis, right? Gabe Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I like Gabe Davis too, but I think John Dotson at Penn State is a gr- just a great route runner. I think he's. Solid. I don't think he has like the pure ceiling that your Wilson, your Williams, London, and Burks have. I think he's more in line with the Lave. He's got a really good floor. Pro- arguably one of the best hands in the entire draft. Really quick. Great separation. Um, he's smaller, so he's not going to be the most physical. You know, doesn't have the best athletic measurables. But I think he's just a very safe option. And I think for the Bills, they want to keep building that offense. Um, got them taking Brace Hall a little later in the draft grabbing John Dotson here in the first. They're just continuing to keep good weapons around Mr. Allen. Yeah, and this one, um, this is a tough one for me because I haven't gone to the Texans technically in the second, but it's an early second. So he, he's he's right in that borderline there where you can call him a first. Um, you know, it, it kind of just talks about what we talked about with the Texans where you're talking about the running backs. Like, they, they just need to rebuild that team. They don't have a lot. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on their quarterback's name, um, the young guy from last year. but uh, it, Davis Mills? Yeah, Davis Mills. There you go. Um, you, you need the guy. If if he's going to be a guy you want to give a serious shot to, you need to put some weapons around him. So yeah, spending yeah. a second on a wide receiver, at an early second, and then a third on a running back, um, which we actually both have. Different running backs, different wide receivers. But yeah, uh, we both do but agree on that need- front yes you need someone um must fill out the roster yeah so won't say anyway more about that that was pretty easy um christian watson is next for me uh i have him going in a second have him going to the bears uh alan robinson's gone he was kind of gone last year and i (laughs) I feel like you need someone else uh, to compliment mooney in that offense so i have them uh grabbing watson there in the second how about you 
Yeah, and these next two guys, I think, are kind of the end of the guys I'm really excited about opportunity-wise, and both smaller school guys, Christian Watson out of North Dakota State University, um, maybe most recently known for both Carson Wentz and uh, your boy, blanking on his name, your quarterback, I believe he went to North Dakota State as well, right? Trey Lance, yes. So, a couple quarterbacks coming out there. I don't really remember too many skill players, but... um, Watson, you know, has kind of a good combination of speed and size or separation. From what I saw, he's pretty raw, so you're going to need to develop him. Um, I got him going to the Falcons. I think it's you know a good fit for a team that is kind of rebuilding. You can kind of let him develop on that team. Um, second round, as we said, they need players, need skill players. So not much more to say there for the Falcons. Perfect. Uh, next up is Sky Moore. Uh, we both have him going in the second round. You have him going to the Texans. Any reason other than what I was talking about earlier? Nope. Same thing here with the Texans taking the receiver, like you said, and, and you know another guy that I think a you know, small school. Um, you know, he's he's explosive. He's great catcher, good release. Um, I think he'll be fun to watch. But another one that's you know a smaller school guy. So yeah, I got him going to a team that maybe doesn't need to have him immediately. You can kind of develop there with the Texans. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the end of the guys I'm really excited about. Then you got some shots that we can take here at some of these later guys. Um, you got him, uh, Sky Moore going to a little bit more exciting team than I do with the Texans. Yeah, I got him going to the Cardinals. Um, it just feels like they need a wide receiver. They've been drafting a ton of them. Um, and they just one after one's not worked out. Chad Williams, uh, Bucker, uh, Kirk is gone. You know, they just they keep doing it and they, they keep missing. And, you know, if Kyler is actually unhappy, this might be a nice you know peace offering. Give him another you know weapon to be excited about. Uh, it feels a little bit of a need as well. Um, I don't I got him going in the second. I can see them burning maybe a third on a wide receiver, too. Maybe not going as early as a second, but uh, I think it feels a need makes a lot of sense. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to the Cardinals. Uh, Khalil Shakir is next. Um, I haven't gone to the third to the Lions. Um, I wavered a little bit on the Lions because of the the Chark acquisition. Yeah, you know, I look and think, like, well, you got Amon Rossi Brown, who had a great year last year. You need someone else. Do the Lions feel that way, or do they think Chark's at someone else? That I'm not sure. Um, but you know, we've had a rough patch with Chark, so I plugged him into the Lions in the third round. Uh, you got him going into the second to who? Yeah, I got him going in the second, and I got him going to the Steelers. I think it's a team that needs some receiving help. Um, you Juju leaves. Deontay Johnson has been pretty good, pretty consistent, um, but has had you know some blips where he's show you know been a, a little wishy washy. And then you have um, blanking on um, the other guy there from Notre Dame. Great, he had a great rookie season, and then I think was a little bit of a step back last year. Chase Claypool. Um, with a rookie quarterback, I think we're both expecting. I think they want to get an, a nice young receiver that pair with him. So I've got Shakir going to the Steelers in the second round. Okay, um, John Betchy. Uh both got him going in second. Who you? Uh, who do you have him going to? Yeah, got him here going to the Niners. Um, similar reasons that you mentioned there for Traylon Burks going to the Niners. I think it's a decent chance they trade Debo, and, and they're going to want to get some more weapons around. Uh, around him and good Bama receiver. So I think a lot of these coaches like the players coming out of these big schools like Alabama. Yeah, that is fair. Um, I have him going to the Browns. Uh, you lost OBJ and Landry. You got Amari Cooper. You need to plug the hole with somebody. So uh, I got them drafting Mechie in the second there, um, which is a, a fun segue into our next one. Calvin Austin. Um, you have the Browns picking him in the third. Um, any other reason other than what yeah. I just laid out there? They, it's a need. Yeah, need same thing. I mean, you really just have Amari there, Jarvis. I think we'll have to see about where he ends up, but I think I think it just makes sense that they're going to take a receiver at some point in the draft, and I think third round makes a little sense for him. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I actually have the Packers doubling up on wide receivers and grabbing Austin in the third. Uh, in a you know, Devontae Adams is too big a guy to replace with one rookie kind of a, a situation, so you're going to graph two. Um, also replacing MVS, keep in mind. Um, so they do it. Well, I guess, yeah, 
Sammy Watkins sign there. I don't know if that counts as a replacement. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, technically. Um, so yeah, I, I just grab them, you know, making up for lost time. All these years they should have been drafting them. They're going to draft two this year. Uh, so I have Austin going there to the Packers. Jalen, Yeah, I think so. Uh, good fit. Jalen Tolbert is next. Um, I have him going to the Giants in the fourth. Uh, just because the Giants, again, it's weird because it feels like they got wide receivers, but they also kind of don't. You know, Kenny Galladay, uh, not as good as he was in Detroit. I'm uh, getting hurt a little bit here. Uh, Sterling Shepard, a good wide receiver, but always hurt. Um, Darius Slayton just hasn't been what he was when he had that, you know, there's two games in that rookie season. So I, I see a, a need there and I could see them uh, drafting Tolbert. How about you? Yeah, I got him going to the Bears actually in the second round. I think um, teams are going to be excited about him. South Alabama, so you didn't play the best competition, right? If, if he's playing against, um, he's raw. Uh, but I do think he could go uh, a little earlier just because of you know some of the abilities. Great contested catch, good jumping, pretty good route running and acceleration. So I think Bears need a receiver after losing um, Allen Robinson. And I don't think they really have too much um, behind him and a blanket on the other guy who stepped up last year. But I think they only had two guys that had much of an impact. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes sense. I mean, I picked the Bears earlier in the same round. So I think we're aligned there. Um, Wandale Robinson. What are you doing with him? Yeah. So Wandale Robinson, I got the Titans taking him. He's an interesting player. He can do a lot um, with with what he does. He's He's... A um, interesting build, uh, and, and I think Titans need, especially if they end up moving on from, um, from AJ Brown. There's rumors there. I don't know that's definite, but um, he's got really good vision and really good, you know, saw or um, like yards after catch. Uh, his size, he's a little smaller, not the best route runner, uh, not the best contested catch, but he's a really tough guy. He will, you know, get his nose in there. So out of Kentucky, I, I think. It doesn't make sense. The Titans are going to need some depth there. Yeah, and I got him uh, going to the Bills. A-, a lot of the same reasons that you laid out when we talked about Dotson. I just don't have him burning a first-round pick on a wide receiver when you got Diggs. Um, I think a third round is uh, a fair for a, a wide receiver, two or three, depending on uh, how they view Gabe Davis. Um, so yeah, just a, a, an additional depth piece for them. Uh, Justin Ross is next up here. We both have him going in the fourth. I have him going to the Patriots uh, just because a lot of the free agent acquisitions, they weren't bad, but you know, weren't great either. Uh, Kendrick mm-hmm. uh, Bourne, uh, that guy that was an Eagle and then he was a Raider and I can't, <laughs> I'm thinking of Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. I kept thinking of awesome mm-hmm. wall or whatever that cornerback team was for whatever reason. Nomdi? Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, callback. Um, so yeah, I, I can see them burning a pick on a wide receiver, not super early. Uh, looks like you're in agreement. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, and I got Ross going there. What about you? Yeah, got him going to the Cowboys. I think Cowboys losing Amari. Uh, I think they're still in good shape, but they could use another receiver, especially with Gallup potentially um, out to start the year the injury at the end of the last season. Uh, and I think they're going to run through the tight end as well. I mean, CD is going to be the focal point. You're going to have um, blank on his name. It's not Blake Jarwin. Who's the guy who stepped up with Blake Jarwin's injury? Uh, Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. I think Schultz is going to be a big focal point of the offense here. Uh, but I think they could definitely use a, a good, you know, drafting a receiver toward the end of the draft. And Justin Ross is a big, you know, big name. He was one of the top guys a couple years ago before a couple of injuries uh, really hurt him the last few years. He's a big play guy, uh, a lot of speed. You, you know that um, J- Jerry Jones loves his flashiness, and I think this guy has all of that. Uh, did have an issue with drops and, and some route running issues, but overall, you know, he's, he, he can make a big play, and, and I think he would fit in with the Cowboys needing some depth at the position. Okay, we got four more players left here, Will. Two wide receivers, two tight ends. David Bell is next up. Uh, you have him going to the Patriots. Again, any reason other than you know what I was laying out for the Patriots earlier? No, they, they need weapons. I mean, you got to surround Mac Jones with weapons to help him be successful. David Bell out of Purdue. Um, he's a big guy. He was one of those guys that you know came in and, and you know looked great early on. 
Um, kind of fell off production-wise a little bit more recently. He's good route runner. He's really savvy. He's good at catching the ball, but wasn't very explosive. Um, you know, didn't have the best separation or you know, speed and quickness or okay. So it's someone that I think, you know, last year maybe is higher on the draft board if he was in the draft. This year, I got him going in the fourth to the Patriots. And who knows, you know, anybody that goes to the Patriots, they can buy into the playbook and Bill Belichick can get the most out of him. He turns, you know, anyone into gold. So we will see. And I got him going to the Chargers as a depth wide receiver piece. Um, you know, maybe I just want to will it to not happen, but I don't want them to draft somebody in the first round. So um, yeah. I do have them adding a depth piece. So in the fourth round, uh, not a ton to say there. Our last uh, wide receiver here, Alec Pierce. Um, I have him going up in the second to the Titans. Um, mostly what you were saying about the Titans earlier, you don't know about A.J. Brown in the future. Even if A.J. Brown's there, you need someone else. You know, that was kind of exposed last year. Yeah. Uh, what they have was just not enough. And I know they they thought they were plugging that hole with Julio. Obviously, it didn't work out. But they need someone else, even if Julio stays. So I have them drafting Alec Pierce there in the second. Uh, what are you doing with them there? Yeah, I like Pierce as well out of Cincinnati. Um, he's a big guy. He's physical. He can get up for some contested catches. Pretty good hands. I think he's going to be a really good um, red zone threat. Um, I think route running, yards after catch were some issues that you know a lot of people saw. And quickness, maybe some separation. But I think overall he's going to be a valuable asset to some teams. And third round, I got the Texans taking him there, getting some more depth at the receiver position. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think he could be valuable as long as he gets into a spot that gets some opportunity for your fantasy team. Yeah, that's fair. Um, next up is the tight end position. Our last two uh, players here. Trey McBride is first up. Will, what are you doing with him? Yeah, I got the Jaguars taking him. Um, you think you want to get some weapons around your rookie quarterback. Doug Peterson knows that he's always been successful with the tight end. So I got the Jaguars taking him in the third. Uh, looks like you got him going a little earlier, though. Yeah, I wrote down the first. I don't think I meant that. Um, <laughs> I think I mean more like the second. Um, but whatever, it's on the dock, so I'll leave it there. Um, more importantly, Man, is weird. the uh, the logic is the Titans. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, kind of playing back to the other conversation. You just need somebody. Um, and uh, tight end, I think, is a decent need for them. So I, I can see mm-hmm. them burning. Uh, probably not a first. Probably like a second or a third. Um, on uh, the best tight end in the uh, the class there. And uh, our last player here, Will, again, I don't know how to pronounce this. I believe it's Greg Dulcich. Dulcich. Okay. Fair. Uh, <laughs> we, we both have Close him going enough. in the third. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? At UCLA. Uh, he's an interesting guy. He's explosive. Really good yards after the catch. Um, good route runner. Um, his blocking was one big issue. But sometimes it's, you know, works to your advantage if you can get on the field just from, you know, pure receiving skills. They're going to have you run more routes. Whereas I think. Some other guys, you know, maybe with blocking as a plus, you're getting on the field more, but you're blocking more. So, um, yeah, I got him, him going in the third round, as you mentioned, and got him going to the Colts. I think they could use a tight end. They could also use a receiver, as you mentioned, but I think they could use a tight end. Um, with the guys they have, this, you know, they've got um, baby hands Jack Doyle. They got, um, <laughs> what's the gigantic guy's name? I can't blank it on him. Um, Mo Alley Cox. Yeah, Mo Alley Cox. There you go. A lot of guys that, you know, on paper look good, they just haven't really stepped up. And maybe that's because they haven't had a really good quarterback recently. See what Matt Ryan can do there. But, yeah, I think they could go with the rookie tight end here. And uh, I have him going to the Bucks in the third. Um, I also had James Cook going to the Bucks in the third. They only got one third. So <laughs> more trading for the Bucks. Something's going to happen here. Something's um, happening there. Yeah, but Gronk's not or there yet. just taking your shot. If the Bucks get one of them. I'll third, win. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Get some points. Uh, absolutely. Um, it's kind of a need. Gronk's not signed yet. I'm assuming he's coming. Still back. not. Yeah. You got to imagine, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm in a situation where I've got a cut deadline coming up a week from this Friday, and he's one of my last few guys. I think he goes uh, somewhere. I, you know, he keeps talking about what Cincinnati or something. But yeah, I, I think he ends up with the box. I, I but don't think still... I can cut him, but it's like it would be more reassuring. To see him on a team. Yeah, and sign somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, regardless, tight ends take time. Gronk is not going to be there in three years. So um, 
he he can take over the helm from Kenny uh, and, and catch the ball from Kenny Pickett in three years. In your mocks. There you go. You, <laughs> you got you got the future bucks lined up with all these positions. Yeah, yeah. I, hire me as Jim. Um, <laughs> but uh, that rounds out our uh, NFL draft predictions here. Will, um, what do you think? Anything surprising? Anything you wish you we could redo? Um, I think probably would have had a col- the Colts take a receiver. Uh, I think that's probably <laughs> yeah, the big one overlooking now. Uh, I'm pretty excited to destroy you in in the um, when we come down to the points here. I think I'm just going to be just a landslide victory. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I would do different. I'd probably not gamble so much. Um, whatever. That's Leave the gambler. You you got to live. Lean into your yeah. Lean into the level. gimmick, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. Um, I believe we're doing another rookie mock, maybe a Superflex mock for our next episode. That'll be in about two weeks. Yeah, um, we'll have uh, landing spots for these rookies. So hopefully yeah. that solidifies us a little bit more. Make it a little bit easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it was tough drafting kind of just rookies with no team. Yeah, yeah, it gets a lot easier when you, you have some clarity yeah. there. Uh, perfect. Well, until then, uh, folks, enjoy the draft and trust your board.